All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of our episodically modular series, Big Farm in the Sky PI, Season 2. It was, was, you know, in a sleep podcast, you can get away with this. What was originally known as the Phantom Minnow Season, and still will be, but because it's episodically modular and uh, uh, whatever, you say, well, there's very little Phantom Minnow in this. Uh, It's still a catchy title for Season 2. I think it should be properly called uh, Tweens in the Towns, uh, but that's more, that's too, you say, what is that? Like, uh, like uh, I guess neither one is super sleepy, sleep podcasty. But if you're new, oh boy, or if you're coming back for your 11th helping of Big Farm in the Sky PI season two, the Phantom Minnow season, or more, uh, I'll, I'll set everything up for you so you could sleep right through it without having to worry about continuity or anything. Because uh, while those are things I, I'm aware of and think about, uh, you know, this is uh, on a dr- well, this actually takes place in the real world, the world, same world you and I share, uh, Earth, uh, as it's quaintly known. And it takes place in the state of Florida. And in the the great retirement community known as the Towns, with an E, T-O-W-N-E-S, the Towns, uh, probably with an LLC or something in there, you know, something, something, holdings, uh, but just the Towns, one of the largest retirement communities in the world. And our, our series stars a G, 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 E, E, and D, K. Uh, best friends, uh, kind of like sisters, not actually sisters. Tweens, I think, though they could be teens. Uh, uh, you know, young women will refer to them. I think that's a, definitely accurate. Uh, and they are on an independent study program with uh, DK's Aunt Penny. Uh, so their students are doing great in school. They said to their school, hey, what if we go and stay with Aunt Penny for a little while? And we run our own business. That could be a semester of school. We'll learn a lot. I mean, let's be honest. They were way ahead of their classmates. They're just both really, like, a great Not just great students, world curious. And so that's what they're doing. And their business happens to be, like, a PI helping business, uh, where they're helping people solve missing, you know, like, so that's like where I say, well, what is it, a PI business or something? I say, well, in a retirement community, as we said at the beginning of this, you know, the case of the missing wallet, it could be a mystery or it could just be a case of a wallet being missing. And so they've been adaptable with their business. Now you say, okay, where's the big farm in the sky, PI part of the scoots? Well, that's their Uncle Simon specifically G's Uncle Simon, once upon a time, before we knew him, actually, before even I knew him, he was an earthly resident, just like you and I, or some, you know, uh, we shared them, you know, we're all mammals, I guess. Uh, And so Simon was, well, he was a human. I'm just saying, because, you know, dogs, cats, other mammals listen to this show. Maybe some, you know, maybe other beings do too. What up, fishes? Birds, you know I love you. Uh, even though you can't really pay for the podcast or you know, spread the word anyway. Glad I'm helping. Uh, Z to the L's to the R's, uh, you know, uh, 
I'm glad I could put some warmth in your, you know, cold, your cold state. You know, you know how it goes. Can't, you know, can't talk about you during a sleep podcast. So, oh, where was I? So Simon was a human. Then uh, Simon, you know, Simon's, you know, like they said, you just like once upon a time when you were at a grocery store and you wanted something, you took a number and they would call your number. I think they'd say your number's up or something. They say now serving number forty four. Well, Simon's number went up from Earth, and they said, "Well, we're uh, you're transitioning from earthly life suddenly for like uh, to another like another level of existence." In Simon's case, it was like a lot. You know, for some people, they go to the big farm in the sky. And the big farm in the sky is a place that's neither on either end of any. It's not. It's a spectrumless place, uh, or beyond the spectrum, uh, because it's neither good nor bad, nor in between. Or maybe it's all of those things. I mean, you say, "Well, Scoots, how is that possible?" I say, "Well, if it's all, uh, so it's a place where you go after your post-earthly realm. Not that different than Earth, uh, just more possibility." And also Simon got a chance to say, well, what do I want to do now that I've lived a post, you know, earthly life? Uh, and Simon decided in Simon's post-earthly life uh, to be a uh, to, to be a P.I. And that was season one, which you can find in our archives, uh, Big Farm in the Sky P.I. No, I don't think it was called season one because it was just the first season. And so that was season one. Simon was uh, in the Big Farm in the Sky figuring out cases as a P.I., getting help from our earthly friends at G and DK. Now in season two, G and DK are running their business in the towns and they're getting help from Simon. Also, another great thing is that it just happens to be that Simon uh, handles the narration duties of all these stories. Uh, because Simon keeps a lot of audio notes and that's how we got access to all this stuff. Uh, so I think that's it. Like G and DK are in the towns uh, in Florida, solving cases, and S- Uncle Simon's helping them. Uh, now, when we last left off, I think Simon will kind of fill you in, uh, but si- just to do a little bit of extra place setting. If we haven't set that, you see, Scoots, how long have you been setting? The- how long does it take you to set a table? Let's see. There's two different things. You want me to set the place setting or table setting? Those are two different jobs. So the table setting take me about six, seven minutes. Uh, and then the place setting will take me a little bit less because Simon is, was in the big farm in the sky when we last left off. Also, go back to setting the table. You might say, so Scoots, uh, okay, so, you know, this isn't my belief system, but I could believe that there's another belief system where you go to the big farm in the sky. Yeah, because, you know, we, we, you know, we can all agree that belief systems may, you know, they don't invalidate one another particularly on a sleep podcast. Uh, so you say, okay, I, I can get, I can suspend, I can do a suspension of belief systems for that, Scoots. Uh, but you say Simon's a post-earthly resident, but is helping two kids in Florida. I say, well, young women, by the way, in Florida, this because you call them tweens earlier, Scoots. We well, just tweens is a more catchy title. Okay. Uh, who's helping his niece and his best fr- her best friend uh, solve cases and help people? How's that work? Okay, great question, actually, and I could try to do it briefly. 
Uh, so if you're so in the big farm, most people go to the big farm. They just go there. They don't have communications with Earth. Uh, that's standard protocol. It's similar to a lot of mo- some movies uh, where standard protocol. You see, well, you're going on your next stage of existence. When you you know, when your cat Milford gets here, we'll let you know, and you can hang with Kim Milford. Uh, but until then, just enjoy a big farm in the sky. Now there are, you know, just just like everything else, is a great, just the big farm's a great, beautiful, diverse place, uh, just like Earth is, and just one tiny piece of this, uh, like differences, is that some people can, you know, talk to Earth, uh, whatever, but it's very rare uh, for people to be able to go visit Earth, uh, you know, because we are trying to do our earthly stuff. We can't have big farmers coming down here and saying. Uh, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? I, I'm not, this doesn't fit within my like normal day to day things. So I think we've pegged it mathematically at like one in four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten billion a chance to, that you say, well, I just happen to have the ability to go between the big farm in the sky and Earth and communicate with Earth, like my niece, in this case, Simon's niece and niece's friend. So it's just a very rare thing. Just to point that out, that uh, now there's this special moment we're getting to participate in and, and rest to. Uh, but that you say, because you say, well, it doesn't add up otherwise, Scoots. And I'm sure there's mathematicians listening that are saying, wait a second, those numbers kind of do add. say, well, yeah, I guess it's like uh, every once in a while, I'm, you know, I said it once, I'll say it again. It collects wrong, you know. Broken clocks right two times a day. That's what you meant, Scoots. Uh, right. Sometimes you just having to look at the clo- a broken clock at the right time is what I would say, and the time is right. Uh, and you know what the time is right for? Is a great Hollywood celebrity here to uh, do the tease, the lead into the episode? He's a he's a kind man. He's a gentleman. He's a handsome man, and he's a man you know, that puts up with a lot, drives here from L.A. in his spare time, uh, then has gotten so much better at lying still and quietly without needs, you know, other than, you know, like, you know, just like you say, wow, how do you do, I guess that's how you act to two, uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, as the ladies and gentlemen, as the boys and girls, the friends beyond the binary, it's time for the big farm in the sky. Let's crack this case. Hiya. It, you know, do you know that that's strange, that hiya, because that's kind of how I do the Miss Piggy, my Miss Piggy imitation. Oh, yes, I, I enjoy that. And no, it's different than acting. Lying still is me. I'm listening to the podcast just like a fr- fr- fan of your show would. As a, as a friend and a fan, I'm looking forward to lying. And now, you know, after being in traffic for nine hours, uh, not having, you know, not, you know, lying and not moving for a while and listening to the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is Mr. Antonio Banderas, everybody, and this is Big Firm in the Sky PI. Uh, hey, Diane, it's me, Simon. Um, I'm uh, taking it on faith. You can hear me, Diane. Uh, and well, that you remember 
Uh, but, I, but I guess I'll just uh, fill you in, Diane, uh, catch you. Like, so, so, Diane, I had flown here with the, the parrot, uh, the you know, the parrot situation. Not important, Diane. But we had gone through some crossover stuff, and I did change into the Phantom Minnow. And I don't seem to be able to get back to Earth, uh, Diane. And I haven't figured that out uh, to see G and DK. And I've been unable to contact them, Diane. And I could see what's going on down there. First, I couldn't even see what was going on down there. So maybe things are coming back. Uh, and I've been meaning to make time. It's just an adjustment. I'm here at the house. Uh, and it, I don't know. Things are different, you know. But again, I said, well, I can't expect everything to be like it used to be in my other life. Uh, but so I don't know what's going on. I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm still a fan of Minnow. Yeah, but it was still me, you know, Diane, but, uh, it, I don't, I don't know. So I can't, it's like a transformer that, uh, I think one time I heard about this happening and luckily it's not a toy now. So I could say it without any, you know, in case any kids listen in, Diane, of taking a transformer and then gluing it in one, like if it wasn't yours and you borrowed it. Also, a day in a transformer, something that changes from a robot into a vehicle normally. But so if you transformed it and then with glue and then you just glued it as the robot or as the vehicle, like Bumblebee is a good example currently, uh, that's kind of what I'm like. That's not a nice thing to do, though. If it's your own, you'd probably be disappointed, too, unless you said, well, I love... Uh, I mean, there was one day, and I remember seeing, uh, I think it was one of my, uh, I don't know, it was somebody they were playing with. It was a microscope guy, but it wasn't a very good microscope, so it was better off just changing into a robot anyway. I think there was also one that was a boombox. Uh, so, so, Diane, I'm stuck in Phantom Minnow mode, a bit like a fishing lure. That's what I look like when I'm not all grandiose uh, or... Like a minnow, but I have like three bodies. It's just interesting, Diane. I mean, this is a different world anyway. Nobody's uh, blinking their eyes at me. Yeah, but so, what was I saying? Okay, so I can see G and DK kind of at times, uh, uh, but I can't check in with them and I can't see them all the time. But uh, that's always been the policy because, you know, they need, you know they're, they're, they need their own time. And I did ask around about this is like, uh, you know, I knew it was rare to be able to go visit Earth, uh, and I don't really tell people I can do that. Uh, but even people, wa you know, watching back there, really not the thing. And now I know why. Because if you could, it's actually better that I could go back there. Because being able to check in every once in a while and not talk to them is not easy. And then not going to see them, I say, I miss G and DK. Yeah, so it's not easy. Holy cow. And especially right now, Diane, because G and DK, they've been dealing with, uh, they have a lot going on. Yeah, so maybe I should just get into that. They, uh, so you know, they, they've been studying and running the business with Aunt, Aunt Penny's, uh, the PI business. I've been helping them with, uh, and it was going good, and they were doing that for a grade. And now that spring break was is coming up, uh, they have like they had to submit before spring break. Uh, I guess so probably the, te the poor teachers probably got to read all this stuff on spring break. 
Yeah, but this was a few weeks before spring break. They had a big layout due of their entire uh, business plan. Like, so basically, a majority of their grade they were going to get now, and then the teacher would give them notes. Uh, I think 60% of their grade was coming from this report, and uh, maybe 70%. And then after the teacher gives them notes back, uh, they would like they could refine it, but you know, so the school year comes after spring break, you know, it goes fast. Uh, so they would do a, a, like a final draft, I guess. Uh, and things were going mostly great, you know, there are challenges, you know, not every case they could crack, and uh, you know, not easy. Plus, they missed their friends, you know, they had to navigate uh, that they're not actually sisters. With her spending all this time together, not being around a lot of other kids, being a lot around retirees, living with they, they've 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 gone you know they've really grown, and uh, but then suddenly there was like uh, some added other uh, uh, learning opportunities. I guess if I was keeping it in the educational spectrum here. Oh, Dan, this is another question. I figured you would be asking yourself. Uh, I can't check in on anybody else. I think that's something somebody else, they like, uh, or maybe some part of my brain said, uh, huh, I wonder if you could check in. Like, I was like, uh, I wonder what's going on at this, my, my favorite restaurant, uh, Marley G's. And then I, uh, I couldn't check. So I can't check on anything else. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that. Um, so I got to tell you, I'm just walking around here. And my place, I'm going outside now. You can see it won't sound any different to you, Diane. But uh, I know it's a lot of stuff. Like when G and DK are dealing with stuff and they can't help, uh, it's not easy for me. And I think maybe I'm growing, you know, because, uh, you know, I said, well, they're, 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 they're independent. You know, they, they're dealing with things. Uh, it's not mine to control. You know, you know, mostly I was watching them finishing up this final report and submitting it or, the, you know, lead up to the final reports, you know, imagining them, you know, the independent study. This is their whole, it's not just for one class, you know, this is their whole credits for the semester. And, you know, but, but they said, well, they're really doing a good job. They're kind of talking about the pluses and the not pluses uh, and the sustainability and, you know, that's all interesting. You could just read the poor report, I guess. Uh, and I figured this is the Keystone Project, I think, the Keystone Report of the project. Uh, and I said, okay, I think they're going to not probably decide. I don't know. Whatever the decisions were moving forward, they felt good about turning it in. I felt pretty good about it. If the if the whole purpose of this was for them to learn and grow the job done because they've learned a lot of lessons, interpersonal skills, business skills, learning skills. And nobody ever teaches you how to learn, you know, Diane? You know, math, uh, finances, uh, uh, you know, organizational skills, spatial relations, my, you know, totally geometry, all, all of it, Diane. You know, like... Uh, the theater of life, even. Yeah, but then after they finish finish the report, you know, we had we have had some 
you know, we haven't had a like so. What is it, Moriarty or Soliere? You know, any of those Sol, you know, Ciliary, Moriarty, you know, Don Bacardi, whoever the uh, nemesis you are. I don't know. Did you, did Encyclopedia Brown or Nancy Drew or the Hardy Boys or Big Nate or uh, Thea Stilton, Geronimo Stilton, Fancy Nancy? Did they have nemesis? Diane, probably, maybe. I, I I wonder. I know fancy. Everybody says fancy Nancy's not a detective, uh, uh, Diane. But when I figure out the case of me being fancy, then I'll know. So I think what happened was that G and DK's profile kept growing as they got more and more cases solved. Uh, and we, you know, if they did have a nemesis, I think that's what I was saying. It would be the explainers, which is in a mysterious thing that maybe we were even imagining existed was there some group of uh yeah uh, probably uh, older males that uh, w- like was displeased with g and dk's presence and positive attention and empowerment uh that was trying to be nemesis like or uh, put obstacles in their path uh we said they couldn't be, or could it be, you know, the fake cases we dealt with, uh, the case of the rabbit feed. We say rabbit feed or rabbit feet. Uh, but so, uh, the, so with success uh, uh, and ignore, we, I guess we learned the most important thing is to ignore the splainers. If they were there, we just keep ignoring them uh, because that would really rub them. The, the, you know the way they don't they want to be they want to be right uh, it's oh thank you for and I said have I been explaining and maybe this distance from G and DK is good but it's not easy and uh, so where was I so it, okay so so usually things have been going pretty smooth uh, and maybe this is all unrelated in projection but suddenly the rules changed on us or on uh, GNDK and Aunt Penny, because Aunt Penny had gotten a permit to have GNDK stay with her for longer than 30 days in one calendar period, which is a normal rule. And, you know, I think we talked about that. I don't know, but she she had gotten a permit for that. Uh, and normally there was no never a th- oversight about businesses that kids were running but suddenly uh, someone showed up and they said, oh, well, you don't have a business license uh, to operate a service-based business out of this home and you're not actually residents of the town. And and, and it, all these layers of uh, bureaucracy, they said, well, you can't, they said, well, we'll get a, well, you don't, not a resident. Also in this county, you know, you're not a, of working age. So how are you going to have a business if you can't work there when you're the workers? You know, this stuff was never, ever enforced. Uh, then they said Aunt Penny's, because in light of this, they were going to re, re-examine Aunt Penny's uh, resident permit exemption. And, you know, just sure up, like, uh, you say, well, what, what are you bugging us for? G and DK are just helping people. And uh, it's not like they're hooting and hollering and and uh, running around. Uh, yeah, but what we really felt like was that it was somewhat warning shot from the splainers. I mean, that's what I how I felt when I would imagine talking to G and DK. 
And so they said, no, 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 you can't run any more of these businesses. Uh, cases, your cases are closed. Uh, and this kind of put G and DK in a, in a huff because they're not exactly uh, myopic or naive to this situation. And so they felt like it was some sort of machination. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, other people said, well, you're, you're making a mound out of a molehill. And I know I was up here, I was huffing and puffing, Diane, and I was positive that I didn't know who was behind it, but I didn't like who was behind it, uh, and that my goat was gotten. And I think how G&DK felt like that, but then they said, okay, well, we submitted a report, we'll start, uh, we'll see what the teacher says, and this is maybe another learning opportunity. And they even worked with some of the free services available for young business people to say, well, are these are they actually portraying the the rules and the, the regulations accurately to us? So they were, despite being like they were originally empowered with irritation, but then they were empowered to real action and trying to look at it and say, okay, well, our time was almost up anyway, and we we're adjusting the business model. So this is again part of this adjustment. And I do think that this is where I don't think they needed me there, Diane, but they missed me. I felt like, and maybe it was just because I missed them, but because I was good to help them talk it out uh, for them to find their own solutions. And so they were there talking to me, even though I wasn't there. And also like to help the feelings get, get uh, fresh air or whatever they say, sunshine. And I feel like if I was there present, it would be easier to, you know, I would be there to validate things a little bit more and say, well, that's perfectly okay that you feel, uh, do you two want to stomp your feet around? Uh, with it? Because this is the kind of stomping your feet. Do, do you two want to lie down and moan or curl up in balls? Uh, because in, uh, Uncle Simon will be here to listen to you. So I did all those things here. Yeah, but then G and DK got focused. So they went back to work on the report. They actually contacted their teacher and updated her and what was happening. And they were already adjusted when then, oh, Diane, uh, the, the things were taken up another notch. Uh, because then uh, DK, G and DK, like, they could, like, uh, they heard from school board and then the teacher heard from the principal and the district manager uh, about uh, like someone uh, told on them and said, uh, these two have been operating a non-licensed bit, like, like basically saying that invalidating all G, G and DK and the teacher's work. Uh, and saying, who agreed to this? Uh, this was anonymous or anonymous to us uh, or anonymous to me processing all this or G and DK's analysis of all this, uh, but that they weren't learning anything other than breaking the rules. What kind of lesson is that for kids to learn? And I would say, excuse me, but, uh, and like, what kind of, how could a teacher be a part of this, uh, and basically demanding that they get no school credit for the entire semester. 
And this was kind of a big deal because they had already, G and DK already had summer plans for something else, uns, you know, uh, uh, flourish related, flourishing related, not school related. And because they're in middle school, this means they wouldn't go to high school with all their friends. Uh, because they were actually getting like a semester and a half worth. Uh, so that basically they would get, uh, they, they would get, they would be set back. Uh, they would lose their credits if they didn't go to summer school, which would be even hard for them to make the credits up. Uh, they would miss a year of school or a half, you know, three quarters of a year of school. And the teacher kind of went through all this with uh, G and DK and like Aunt Penny and G, G and DK, you know, G's parents who were also DK's, uh, you know, the family was dealing with it with the teacher. And the ridiculous of this and kind of reassuring, saying, well, this is bureaucracy. This is a, yet another learning opportunity. And that even navigating this is really expansive, uh, not easy. And again, I wished I could have been there and that that was part of the process. And that they would appeal it or whatever, like uh, that this wasn't going to go. You know, but, it, but the hard thing was that it was like, uh, you two are going to have to hold on, like while, like that suddenly, very similar to me, the control of everything was give, turned over to these adults. Uh, to, in, in some sense, it was a strange uh, echo form of explaining to say, oh, okay, you two would just wait while the grown-ups figure this out. And you say, well, you're not figuring out like grown-ups from what I can see from out here. Uh, but so they were all trying to deal with it, deal with the bureaucracy, deal with this unseen hand. And also there was also this uh, sense of un inherent unfairness uh, that made it difficult when G and DK first proposed this of why do these two get to go and run their own study thing? And they were trying to do it, you know, just say, well, we, because we had the initiative, uh, we did all the work uh, to propose it and enacted. Uh, it's just not something that happened. And the school just said, okay, do whatever you want. So there was also some residue from that. Uh, and the splainers are good at, you know, doing that. And, and there was this thing of like, oh, you have to get back here immediately for this thing. And, you know, all the adults in D&DK side said, no, they're running, like they're supposed to be finishing out their work for the semester there. Uh, so you're saying they have to come to this talk uh, would mean they would finish out like the commitments they already have. Uh, and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds in this, Diane, but uh, so GDK, Mom and Dad, Aunt Penny, the teacher, they were all a team. Uh, but D G and DK's reaction to all this and not being able to be a part of the, the appeals process or the decisions, uh, they uh, they were mad, and very mad, uh, and they reacted differently than I've seen them before in a focused way. Now, again, I don't want to say it wasn't because I was there, but they didn't have anyone to run these ideas by and to bring it up first. So I don't know if I could have been a moderate voice of moderation or reason 
or if I'm just, you know, saying, Simon, you're more important than you think you are, uh, just because I miss them. But plus, when I'm away, it just seems everything seems more mysterious anyway, Diane. Also, maybe it was my fault, some of this, because I I started to try to... uh, like, you know, when you see movies, there's the force, uh, and there's moving things with force. Uh, and so I said, I wonder if I could communicate with them by moving stuff. You know, I can't physically go to see them. And so what I would do, it's like, you know, when people in the movies, they hold their hand to their head and they close their eyes and they like uh, furrow their bow, brow and try to move stuff around, uh, and so around this time, GNDK started a lemonade stand. And I think it was just out of, uh, like, so they would have this public, like, it was something to do. And it was a stone soup lemonade stand for all their friends. It was like, kind of like a good, like an ongoing goodbye party. And to say, hey, we're sitting, we're not going anywhere, splainers, until it's time for us to leave. And, you know, one of their customers had that place right by the pickleball and the tennis court. So they had a stone, kind of like stone soup lemonade stand where they would sit there with lemonade for free. And people that wanted it could just come and get it. But also you could bring ingredients or contribute to the cost. And so they would sit there and do that and they would sip lemonade with their friends and with other people that were new friends and, you know, then they got visited by the, 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 they said, well, you can't take money for that. And they said, okay, we're not, we're not taking any money. Don't worry about it. Uh, and they said, well, you don't have a permit to, to, to be giving away, like, uh, I don't know. And so GNDK kept getting more and more frustrated because they, they were getting their lemonade stand for, for, uh, shut down. But many people have brought lemonade ingredients. So the first time I tried to move something was after they said, well, you don't have a health permit to do this. And so I think what happened was I accidentally knocked over some of that. Uh, it wasn't country time. It was like a Publix pink lemonade powder, and I spilled it on the floor in front of GNDK. Uh, but I think it was in the middle of the brainstorming, and I wasn't paying attention because I was trying to push things. Uh, and if they they said, Uncle Simon... Uh, and they looked at the spill of lemonade, and they and then I spilled a whole basket of lemons. And I think they saw that as a sign from me to take things to another level eventually. And so the splainers had to shut down their lemonade stand. Now, what they didn't realize was that this was right at the towards the beginning. Like, they had set things in motion with G&DK leading up to spring break. And this year just happened to be a year that almost all spring breaks in the entire country were aligned because of the first moon and full moons in spring and all the different holidays that revolve around that. Uh, it just happened to be that most, almost, it was just a, like a, like a, a blue once in a blue moon thing of like so many majority of uh, schools in the U.S. having the same spring break. And what this meant is that a ton of people were coming to the villages uh, for spring break, grandchildren, to stay with their grandparents. Uh, 
And I guess and everybody goes to the pools. Every little town, village in the towns has its own pool. And some are, are family pools and some are adult-only pools. So these were the family pools. Also, a lot of kids would be there with their parents and their grandparents. People have devices. At this point, word of mouth uh, for G&DK through all their customers and their friends was very good. And the, the, so, so G&DK, I guess, had a plan. I missed out on this part somehow. And somehow they got it through the word of the mouth and because everybody would be at the pools talking and also through their devices, but mostly one-on-one, that like a couple days into spring break, uh, one morning. Now, the, the, the town's day, and you might hear me say it's a big, it's like a... Uh, 60, 60, 160,000 people or so, you know, 60, 80,000 homes. Uh, but just so one morning uh, around 11 a.m. across the villages in the thousands, Diane, so all the grocery, GNDK had prepared for this, obviously, but uh, thousands of lemonade stands popped up around the towns. And it was just one of those perfect days where the weather was hot and everybody uh, had it. And then at like 2 p.m., right when the Splainers caught wind of it, and there was nothing they could do because there were thousands of lemonade stands, uh, right by late afternoon, the lemonade stands were gone. But the Splainers were kind of running around. And then the next day, nothing happened. But this is like uh, the rhythms of spring break are like... uh, if you're the, the, by like the late middle of the week, uh, you could only go to the pool and go out for ice cream and drive around, you know, so many times. Uh, so then in the morning, all of the lemonade stands, and again, they'd said they'd sent out emails, oh, no lemonade stands, this was against blah, blah, blah. Uh, but one morning after, Again, not only was there thousands of lemonade stands that popped up, Diane, all the lemonade stands were themed. And not only that, there was like, I, I, I guess this is, I'm so proud of them. They, they had this app or a plug-in or something with a map, I don't know. And you could do all these walks, like a lemonade stand crawl. And you could, you know, obviously you couldn't go to a thousand, but you could go to the ones in your neighbor, you in your village or neighborhood in, in the towns, uh, or just go to the ones that are Hawaiian themed, just go to the ones that are based on heroes or heroines, just go to the historical reenactment themed ones. And each one had games and giveaways and so now you have the towns uh, full of all these. Uh, now, a lot of people didn't even know about the lemonade stands because there's only thousands. But there's tens of thousands of guests. Uh, and now they have something fun to do all day. And so they're touring around. They're finding out about this app. Uh, and they're walking from lemonade stand to lemonade stand. Now, of course, the splainers were calling this protest marches, but they were just walking on walking paths. And, I mean, I think I would call it the Great Lemonade Spring myself, Diane. Yeah, but, yeah, everyone was walking and they were marching and really making a show of stuff. And, and you know, G and DK were behind all, you know, Aunt Penny, some other people helped. Uh, 
and even GNDK's teacher had come with some of the students. That that was already planned. It was not uh, related. And then the next day again, lemonade stands were gone, Diane. And, you know, then GNDK, I guess, had a big debate about whether to do one more last act of, like, empty lemonade stands or make your own lemonade stands uh, or what. And I, I don't think they slept. Instead, what they did was uh, they took the maps idea and just made all these fun walks for everybody to do based on the lemonade stands and what they discovered from the data from the lemonade stands what they knew about the, already about the towns, other things people had marked on these map I don't know, the map plugins or whatever, Diane. I don't know that stuff. And suddenly there was this, they had this application, and then uh, things just happened from there, Diane, that, uh, you know, explainer, this was online. It was in, like, a, this was a, their new business. I guess I'll just tell you to... And then they had this better idea. Now, this didn't all happen in the spring break, but uh, moving forward, and I'm still trying to get back there, Diane. Don't worry. I have a plan that I'm going to carry out in a couple of days. But so they have this new business called 7500 Step Tours uh, for the residents of the towns uh, that they could purchase from a company that's not based in the towns because it's the Internet. And because they said, well, you usually walk 2,500 steps just by yourself. But if you want to watch those extra 7,500 steps, uh, here's a bunch of different walks you could do around the towns. You could go see these sites, you know, the bird walks built on that. Uh, You could take a shuffleboard tour, uh, you know, pickleball, pickleball watching, also, you know, oh, uh, Diane. And they submitted that uh, with their teacher. They worked with their teacher to say, well, okay, this is where we're going to base the business out of where we live uh, outside of Florida then. And this is the business that our original business informed. uh, And this is what we learned. uh, And so by the time the presentation of school board and all that came around, you know, all of these explainers were left slack-jawed because they had actually, like, uh, their obstacles had empowered GNDK to solve things even further. And, uh, you know, mostly GNDK just ignored them, which is what uh, works uh, always. Uh, and I, I just hope I can get back there to do some of these tours before GNDK leave Florida and get back and, and say hi to them. And, you know, you know even though, like... Uh, you know, because I'm not a, I'm a big farm resident. It's not the same hugging, but it's still like uh, just seeing them. But it's good, Dan. They're, they've succeeded in the face of uh, people making it harder on them. And then I know it's, it's just so nice. And I'm so, like, I could see them resting, satisfied that they, they, t- they actually made lemon, laid out of lemons, Diane. Oh, boy, am I proud. I'll talk to you soon.